Hello and welcome to the For Her Empire podcast. I'm your host, Abby Mwaucha, and in this podcast, we address the personal and the business issues that female entrepreneurs face in their day-to-day lives. So my guest today is Tanya J. Miller. Hi, Tanya. Hey, Abby. Hey, For Her Empire. How y'all doing today? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. So Tanya is an author. She's also a speaker and a coach. And today we're talking about Mind Matters, which is also um, a book of hers about how to get unstuck. Mm-hmm. So um, tell us a bit more about yourself. Sure. So again, thank you, Abby, for having me. Definitely excited to talk today. As you, know, as you mentioned, I'm what she said. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately my, my heart, my goal and passion is always to help people and organizations to figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together so that they can do life right and well. And I do that because I believe every person, every organization, every business has the opportunity to be able to do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. And so that's why I do what I do because I believe everybody has a purpose and assignment and you ought to be able to be free, comfortable and bold and brave enough to be able to do it unapologetically as well. So what inspired the book Mind Matters and like the title Mind Matters, what inspired that also? Uh, well, one, just the title itself, because a lot of times people, we put everybody else in front of us. We put, put everybody else's concerns, thinking that they matter more than us, when the reality is we got to be good ourselves but not just good like oh okay yeah I'm okay but like really be good in our mind in our head in our mental state of being and so it's just a reminder that hey your mind matters your mental state of being matters so that's definitely kind of where the title came from and um you know just the subtitle of the book getting out of your head jumping back into life is because sometimes we get so stuck in our own head, okay, in our own way, that we forget about leading and living the life that we're supposed to. We literally just become paralyzed and stuck sometimes because it may seem too overwhelming. It may seem too difficult to get out of the situation we're in. It may just seem like it's too much life happening and it's easier to stay in our head. And so that kind of is where that topic the title and the subtitle came from and then the journal which is the mind matters get your mind right journal it's literally saying that like i want you to get your mind right so look i'm going to give you those hard questions those things that you don't want to work on say talk about i'm going to ask you those because i want you to get your mind right i want you to do the work so that you don't the place that you're in but that you can get that going forward on purpose and so that's kind of where the titles came from but just the book itself it's not an autobiography or anything like that but it is me actually giving you some of what I learned myself when I was really in a difficult time a difficult space um, several years back literally just faced with anything that you can imagine I was faced with you know uh, unemployment and layoffs not just myself but between me and my husband we were in the last recession and this area that we lived in at the time and stayed and stuff was hit extremely hard it didn't it did not recover um anywhere near 
how the rest of the country had had and was recovering. I was hit with racism on the job. I was hit with, um, you know, physical and health issues, like not just one, but several, and they became debilitating. I was just hit in a lot of areas, finances, family, marriage, the whole nine. And so I got, I, I said, I wanted to, I, I was, I literally fought my way back. I learned what to do and I got help. That's for one. And then I, as I was doing that, I got back to doing something I loved, which was writing. And I just was writing, honestly, I didn't expect this to be a book or a journal. Like I was just writing it kind of, like just as notes or something or to myself, I didn't expect it to be anything because literally the book was published like five years after I just jotted this all down on my cell phone. And it ended up be, being a book later because I felt that it, I felt like um, I got that tap on the shoulder to just say, hey, you wrote a book, pull that out, add a journal to it and go on and start your business and publish it and let, let it be you step <clears throat> let it be oh hold on i <laughs> know <laughs> let that be the thing that um literally pushes you out and allows you to bet on yourself in, in all areas so that's what happened that's kind of where it came from yeah okay, so um i know you're also a, a coach and so when someone who's sort of like stuck in your head and things are sort of not going well at least uh, uh, physically around you i know people keep on saying mindset matters but like does that really matter if like your surroundings is crap like i can change my mindset but like <clears throat> i'm just gonna see crap anyway <laughs> I mean, so that's honestly even why I did not say mindset. I just said your mind matters because you have to make sure it's not about the mindset. It's more or less about caring for your mind, your mental state of being and getting, making sure you're okay, checking in with, you know, a therapist or counselor, you know, going into a support group. Like that's what I'm more or less on, like your mental state, your mind matters, how your thinking matters, how you're how you're um you know feeling about yourself how you're feeling about the situation so it's not necessarily the mindset and like you know you know speaking it a certain way but it's honestly just beginning to see it a certain way and know that you can fight for a better a, a better path and a better future and you know part of that like you said if everything around you is going crap part of that is just honestly dealing with it, like dealing with what's going on around you, not hiding from it, not, you know, faking it, but really dealing with it and processing it, you know, because a lot of times people say, oh, you know, I'm just going to think it better, but you're not processing what you're going through and what, what's literally dealing with you. And so that's a lot of what I talk about and where I'm coming from, like processing, like, yes, it's hard on that. You know what I'm saying? Don't just try and, you know, oh, it's not that bad. And, you know, pretend like that's the uh, kind of the difference. And when people talk about mindset, they think, oh, well, I just have to, you know, fake it till I make it or pretend. And I'm more or less trying to, to tell you like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's fine if you feel that way, but you need to process what you're feeling too at the same time. Yeah. So, um, so let's say I, I, I'm having, um, I guess, 
confidence issues or maybe um, I'm struggling with something and I'm trying to process it. Um, mm-hmm. So as, as, as a coach, um, how do you help me like walk through all of this and process all of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you said if you're struggling with something or anything like that, you know, honestly, I may even ask you, okay, well, what is it that you're struggling with? And, you know, do you, do you, do you feel like it's happening for a reason? Do you feel like it's, you know, something that's coming on the heels of something else? Like literally it's even just digging into the who, what, where, and why. Not to say it's to blame you or anything like that, but it's literally to hear how you have assessed what's happening in your head, like how you're seeing it, how you're feeling about it, how you're thinking about it. Because like you said, I can say everything and more, but if that isn't how you feel it or see it or think it, me talking is just me talking. Like we need to kind of dig into what, how you, what, what it is that you're feeling about it and kind of why, because that's how you begin to dig into you know, some of that, some of that work and begin to process it because a lot of times, you know, we, and that's why I said it's not to blame you, but I may be saying don't blame you, but you may be blaming yourself. You may be feeling like it's a result of you doing something or something happening or anything like that. And if I never find that out, or if you never just be truthful about that, we can begin to do some of the work to go forward. And so that's kind of, like I said, what we were kind of even just first kind of hear your heart on it, hear your thoughts on it, hear, okay, but why, you know? And so that I know my, my people say I ask them why a lot because sometimes some of the questions I ask are the first time you've answered them for yourself. So. Okay. So. Oh, so you keep asking them why this? You answer why. You answer why. <laughs> People are not annoyed I mean, by that. Not back to back. <laughs> not back to back, but you know, there's a reason. Like sometimes you have to keep asking those questions until you actually get the true answer. Like you can definitely sugarcoat stuff. You can definitely gloss over stuff. You can definitely, you know, not be real in a coaching session. And that's wasting not just your time, but your money. You know what I mean? And so let's get to the real behind it. Let's, let's get to it. And so if it, I'm going to be honest, if I don't feel like we're getting to the real answer and you're kind of still just, Oh, well, yeah. Like, Okay. Okay, but um, what else? Like, oh, because it's not going so to get to tell. the real work. You, you, you yeah, can tell yeah, when yeah. they're not like giving you the actual answer. They're trying to like gloss stuff over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you're joking. Good. You're joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so like now after after they've sort of like said um, what's happening and why it's happening. So like, what's the next step after that? Um, honestly, you know, I'm gonna be real, like if it's deeply layered and level um for integrity and ethical state, I may even suggest we put a pin in things and you may need to go do some deeper work and deeper uh look back at things and work with a therapist or counselor or even a psychiatrist because that would be unethical for me to go that far back and that's not what I'm necessarily 
um, licensed ethically to do. So I would definitely, you know, even if I feel that or if it gets to that point where it's that deep, I would suggest that. And that maybe once we, you kind of did some of that, that deeper um, work and that work from really far back in your past then we can come back and start using what you got out of that to help you to move forward. Um, But if it's not, you know, that deep or it's not kind of going into the need of a therapist or counselor, psychiatrist, as a life coach, then we would kind of go from there to figure out what can I do as your coach to come alongside you, to support you and to help you navigate to help you to, you know, get a strategy or roadmap for where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do, even if it's coming out of that, like you said, that that um, that time or that situation of you, you know, not in the best mental state. So mm-hmm. yeah, we would, we, I would come alongside you. I would partner with you. We would strategize. We would work through what is necessary and needed to go forward. And, um, you know, be with you through that process. If it's, you know, a few sessions or if it's just, you know, kind of checkups, kind of, it just kind of depends on the type of package that you work with me on. But um, ultimately, we'll be working towards a goal or um, something specific and we'll be doing that. And so, you know, as a coach, a lot of times you can see, you know, more than the person that's just looking at what's in front of them. You're kind of seeing the whole game being played. You're kind of seeing, you know, what the competition may be expecting to do next or vice versa. And so with that, I ought to be able to come up with both a defense and an offense to help you with where we're trying to go and what Mm -hmm. we're trying to do next. Okay. And uh, this roadmap, is it like a long-term roadmap or like a short-term roadmap? Like, let's say in three months, this this is what you do? Or like one year, two years, three years, like very long. You know, it just kind of depends on, you know, what we're working on. Like, let's say, for instance, and and then honestly, it'll depend upon, you know, the type of coaching uh, that you get. If you're just doing it for one day, you might just need to be helped to get a look at what you're doing right now, what's going on, and just, just a reset. And that may just be a kind of, going over um overarching things and kind of helping you to 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 to, um be able to place indicators or uh to be able to kind of see things and i just and we just do that in that one session and you use that tool of that information to help you just going forward period no matter the time period or if it's something specific like you want to be able to do xyz you know by this and this time then yeah we may have a time period time date stamp on it if you will or a time period but ultimately it's really just kind of going to depend on what it is we're working on you know and what we'll be trying to achieve you know if and honestly it's about what you can do and what you can achieve like I would hate for you to put or me to put a time period on you Mm -hmm. that you don't feel you can commit to or you feel like it's so much of a tight schedule that you have to do this, 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 and it's not, you're feeling overwhelmed. So it kind of just depends on what we're doing, where you're at, 
what you can commit to um, and uh, kind of just to make sure you're not overwhelming yourself as well. Okay. So if, if, if I'm um, struggling with some, um, some mental issues, um, let, let's say confidence, that's a lot of things. Um, lots of women struggle with that confidence, whether it's in herself or maybe in our business idea. And then we cannot really talk about what we are doing because it sort of feel like someone else is mm-hmm. doing better or your idea doesn't sound so good. <laughs> yeah, that happens. You just feel like your uh-huh. idea doesn't sound good enough. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, what, what, yeah. what do I do? Like, let's do like a scenario right now. What do I do? I mean, you know, first of all, I normally, I, I talk about this a lot on um, the vlog as well. Just like, there's always going to be somebody that does it better or that at the time that does it best. And so you will always feel insignificant, insecure. And okay, that's, not, that's not very positive of you to tell me. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, you tell me you that. You always feel that way. You know, if you're looking at how somebody else is doing it, what you have to know is that you have been assigned, gifted to do what you do the way that you're to do it. Because the people that will buy what you have or support you or come into agreement with you with services, they're coming to you because there's something about you that they connect with, they resonate with, that they um, you know, feel that connection to. And so it doesn't matter if it's 50 or if it's 5,000, those people are assigned to you. It doesn't matter if somebody else is doing the very same thing that you're doing. Guess what? Who's supposed to work with you or buy from you or whatever is going to come. And so you can't look at how anybody else is running that race their race is their race. That's why they're in their lane and you got to be in your own lane. And <laughs> so lane. a lot of that, what I would be, <laughs> a, a lot of what I would even be talking to them about is just that in itself. There's no comparison because there is no competition. The only person that my mom would say, beat you being you is you. She would say that all the time. Can't nobody beat you being you, but you. And so that's it there's no reason to look at how anybody else is doing things, how you can look at how successful they are and applaud them or clap them on, but there's no reason to look at how successful they are and feel that it's a slight against you and that you're not doing well enough or you're not successful enough because you don't know, honestly, you really don't know what all they may be sacrificing. You don't know what all they may be going through. You don't know how long they've even been at what they're going after. You Mm -hmm. just see the glory, but you do not know anything about the true story of how it all happened. And so, no, we would definitely talk on those veins and work through that <laughs> if it's necessary for oh, one that comparison. session or a couple. To just, yeah, because it's, it's no need, you know, when you get that mindset, that that understanding and, and that mentality of that you 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 will you you will know that your confidence is yours alone and it's not anything that anybody can take from you it's not easy to say that your confidence is yours and yours alone it sounds very easy to say that but like if you had low self-confidence like how do you get to that point to you like my confidence is mine and mine alone like i said it's it's breaking through that it's breaking through those feelings 
of why you feel insignificant is breaking through what you're looking at because if you're staying on social media and looking at everybody else's stuff and all of that yeah you you really gonna be messed up like yeah <laughs> like get up off social media and stop looking at how they done curated they page so pretty and every yeah. picture look the best and every product just always blows up no no mm-mm. get away Get away and work on your own stuff. Get away and, and do some of the stuff that you need to do. And so, yeah, like it literally is just kind of really, like I said, I always from the very beginning is listen to where your head is at and where your heart is at because that's going to explain everything. And so a lot of times the confidence that you're fighting isn't from you directly it's from what you think of yourself because of others because of circumstances because of situations and so we got to get to that like like I said I'm like okay but why do you feel that way about yourself why do you think you're not capable why what is it about your business and if there's some work that needs to be done you know well this person has this and I'm like okay well then do you need to go sign up for a class do you need to get some um, outsourcing you know that's where the practicality comes in and we'll even roadmap or strategize on that but if it's just all you talking to me about well they this and they that and I'm like they are they for a reason (laughs) they're not you (laughs) okay like So, yeah, like it's we got to work through all of that. And then when when we really get down to why you're feeling not good enough, why you're feeling that, you know, you don't think you have what it takes. That's when we can really get to what you feel you may need to work on and do or whatever. And, And we can work through that, too. Yeah. How um as as a coach I've been doing this for a while, have people always um always willing to open up this much or it takes them like needling to like get them to like say the actual reason behind this? It just honestly depends, you know. One thing I would say about just that question in general is the fact that that's why I have what I call a purpose call. Other people call it discovery calls or consultations, but that's why I have that first initial conversation because if you're not at all going to feel comfortable with our relationship, if you're not going to feel comfortable with taking my feedback and my coaching, if you're not going to be willing to do the work if you're not going to be willing to open up for whatever the reasons may be we're not a fit then that's going to be squashed in the beginning because like I said it's a mutual thing it's not just about you wanting to work with me it's also about me making sure I can work with you Mm -hmm. and I can help you and that I and and that I'm going to be able to you know deliver whatever we discuss. And so if at all it's a, a possibility that that won't happen, then I'm going to probably refer you to someone else because I don't want to waste your money. I don't want to waste your time. And I don't want to not be one that can deliver for whatever the reason is. And so we're going to hash that out in the beginning because that's just like having a somebody assign you a mentor that knows nothing about you and doesn't isn't able to understand your where you're coming from and they just talk about where they're at and what they got going on but can never relate to you with what you need and provide that's 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 not a good mentor and that's why I'm always you know about it has to be mutual 
agreement, not just one or the other. And it's the same for me when it comes to life coaching. Like it, it, it has to be mutual. Yeah. And so if it's not, then it's not a good fit. And there's no shade. There's no harm. There's no foul. Like it, it is what it is. So that's to answer you the first part of that question. But, you know, honestly, you know, it, everybody isn't an open book. Yeah. But you, you ought to be able to have the ability to get past all of that anxiety, fear, or whatever. And we'd be able to do the real work because why else would you come to someone, pay someone, spend your time, and not get what you need out of the situation like that's just not doable and so yeah it may be a hard topic but that's why you ask for help right like you ask for help you paid somebody for help to help you and so if you're still going to fight the process or you're still not going to feel comfortable then maybe I'm just not the right fit for you and I want you to find that right fit Okay. And and the roadmap, um, are you making it for them or they are making it with your input? Like are there like assignments involved or like you have to do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean there'll be assignments involved, you know, our homework if you will, and then there'll just be, you know, exercises or conversations during the session. It just kind of really depends on what you're working on. But you know, as far as the roadmap, it's it can be literal or it can just be things that we know we're working on. And it's like topics. It just really depends on, you know, what it is for the actual roadmap, but it may be, you know, us just us working through different things and giving a highlight of each session or giving, you know, just homework assignments or something like that. And be prepared to discuss this or that. It just really depends on, what we're working on like if it's for your business then it might be because you might like you said you might have a timeline that you want to be doing things like if you're wanting to write your first book and you want you know just coaching around writing your book and getting over those fears and you know helping assistance with it from a coaching aspect then yeah it might be a roadmap like it might be okay you know you know come up with you know, the, what the plot is to come up with the topic. And then it may be, okay, well, you know, write three chapters tonight or something like that. You know, okay. it just kind of depends on what we're working on. Okay, okay. And um, I know you have um, a book, I uh, think your mom said. <laughs> mm-hmm, I do, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like every quote she said, they're like, like like what about you about nobody's gonna defeat you at being you then you mm-hmm. that's a quote like that yeah yeah that's actually one of the popular ones um can't nobody beat you being you and that's one of the ones i talk about in the book things my mama said and um basically it's 20 sayings 20 stories behind some of those things and then it's the life lessons that we learned along the way so that's kind of how it flows it flows with kind of telling you 
what the saying is and then a story behind when she said a saying like that and then it goes into the life lesson that we're now Uh. able to apply live do or vice versa and so Mm. yeah I did a book for that and then I did a prayer journal um as well for that particular project yeah um it's I did it where I uh first got permission from my mama to make sure she was cool with it and second um just got with my siblings and um my cousin who basically grew up with us because her mom was single a single mom and um she worked all the time so she was with us a lot and so I got with them to just get their remembrance of some things and then stories um that they wanted to share or remember and then uh put it all together but I have a question it's been <laughs> oh okay yeah okay uh, <laughs> for any of these 20 stories but there like some ass whooping attached to it <laughs> i mean yeah there's some whoopings that were involved you know i i i hey i don't fake it or anything like that you know my parents believe you spare the rod just for the child so yeah there were spankings or whooping, whatever <laughs> you wanted to call it, a punishment involved in it. Um, but yeah, I mean that it was it got so much, um, you know, just happiness, not just from the people that bought it and the um, readers, but just my family. And so um, I'm actually working on volume two that extends past my mom, but some of my aunts, my granny, my sister. Um, and then just some other women that just had, you know, a, a significant role in my life and some of the things that they said. And so volume two, I'm working on to hopefully come out maybe next year, if oh, not the year after that. So, yeah, it's definitely been um, something everybody has really enjoyed because it's like I'm basically able to leave a legacy or a piece of my family here because of course, some of those things didn't just start with my mom. She got them from her grand, her mother and her aunts and her grandmother and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's been able to for them to see, you know, a piece of them out published and that our legacy continues. So. so are there like stories out of the 20s that I guess they're embarrassed about? Come on, tell us, tell, tell, tell. Any embarrassing stories out of the 20s? Well, I mean, that's why I got permission from everybody ah, first, and I wanted, or at least my, the siblings, but um, yeah, like there's one, because Mother's Day, I did like a, a full-on week with my mom. I normally don't even record my talking with Tanya's with anybody, because um, they're normally like seven, eight minutes or less, but I did them um, for the full week um, leading to Mother's Day with my mom, and so she was a part of them, then we did a special like live that Sunday before and then I released a extended um kind of conversation with her the following Sunday on Mother's Day uh but yeah so you actually for the first time meet my mom um Mother's Day in the week leading to it and hear from her about the book and everything and the project but yeah like there's one in particular because she she didn't say she didn't say our names either when she was talking and I necessarily didn't either but there's one um particular thing that she was always say was um 
don't don't wait on me to get ready. You just get ready. In a sense, that's what she was saying. And so that's not the particular quote, but that's basically what she was saying. And the reason that would be is because basically uh, my mom, I feel like she was in stealth mode. Like you didn't even, you didn't even, you, like, you would literally look up and she would come in there Saturday morning and be like, make sure you clean up or whatever and be ready because when I, um, because when I say I'm gone, I'm gone. And so Saturday morning back in the 90s and 80s was Saturday morning cartoons. Like we had no cartoons 24-7 like they have now. Like cartoons only came on on certain days and so, uh, and at certain times. And so, you know, you be in there trying to watch your cartoons and haven't cleaned up, haven't gotten dressed. And next thing you know, you hear the garage door opening and she backing out and she leaving and gone. And you're like, wait, hold on. Wait. And she just came in here and said, get ready. And so like, literally that would be, that's one of the <laughs> Did things. You guys like, don't wait on me to get ready. Just get ready. And so for whatever reason, there was this particular one sibling. I'm not going to name no names, but he will always get left. Always. And I'm not talking about just get left, like she leaving, we, he, she gone. Like, no, he would hear the garage door, take off running to his room, try and go get his clothes. He would be running down the street behind my mama oh, with his God. clothes in his hand, just everything. <laughs> barely locked the door, barely let the garage door down. And you try to go catch my mama because you don't want to get left at home all day. Oh but God. she told you to. But she told you to get dressed. Oh like, my God. So, yeah, but why would you leave me, dude? Because she told you to get dressed, <laughs> and so yes, that sounds harsh and mean. But the reality <laughs> and the story and the lesson that I talk about in that is one: you know, you can't um, expect people to wait on you in life. You can't expect that your needs are bigger than their own. Yes. That's some, and that's one thing. And then something else that I brought up in that is just the fact that, you know, when a person gives you the respect to tell you, hey, this is coming, and you still choose not to do something about it, you can't blame them. That's yes, on you. Yes, yes. And then just another life lesson in that in itself is just that why wait to the last minute? Why procrastinate in life? You know what's coming. You know what's ahead of you. Why would you wait when you know that people are dependent upon you? People need things from you. You have to show up, but yet you don't do it to the last minute. And so it's just layers of life lessons that in those examples that 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 we were able to ascertain and pull together. Okay. And you explain all of that. It made sense. I was like, oh my gosh, she left him behind. (laughs) What did so what if what if what if I just stay indoors and wait till you come back? Then she get angry. No, no, she's not gonna get angry. No, you just you don't know how. Because I mean, and back then, did we have cell phones? I'm trying to remember. Like even if we did, like yeah, we had cell phones, but like it wasn't like a lot. Like you know how we have all unlimited and all that now, and how technology yeah. is and stuff. Oh yeah, yo, she's not gonna be mad at you now. You just gonna probably you're gonna be mad at yourself because you done been at home all day. And she gonna come back when she come back. Like you don't know if she got errands to do, she trying to go meet up with my daddy, she got other stuff that she going on got going on or you know, whatever. And so 
like that's also as well a life lesson like whatever uh, you decide to do, you gotta accept the concept. oh no you're fine whatever you decide to do you have to accept the consequences that come with it so if that means you get left all day and mom she, mom don't come back home to eight o'clock Ooh. hey that was your decision that you made you know what oh. i'm saying and so oh yeah okay, 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 okay. Yeah, like, like you have to like accept the consequences of your action because she did warn you before. Okay, 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 I get it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, you had mentioned that um, uh, a few years back, in lieu of a recession, you had some health issues, some mental issues, and then you had gotten a therapist and you sort of like walked through your issues. But I don't, was it quite as easy as that, or like getting a therapist and walking through your issues, or were there other like roadblocks that were stopping you? I mean, it was definitely um, hard, you know, I, and I'm not a person that it, um, doesn't believe in therapy or anything like that, but I think it was a lot of things. I think it was, you know, honestly, you know, and, and I know a lot of people can relate to this, especially now, like sometimes you don't feel like you have the time to work on yourself because you have so many other things that you have to do, so many other people depending upon you. And what happens if you break down? Like, how is everything going to still keep going and flowing? Oh. And so that is, they may not necessarily be the truth of it, but that's sometimes how you, how you feel, feel about it. Yeah. And yeah. And so it's like, you know, I, I don't, I, I can't, you know, go work on myself right now because I don't have the time to take off or I don't have the, the money or I don't have insurance or I don't have um, the ability to break down because what happens if I break down? Who's going to keep taking care of everything? Because I feel like I have to take care of everything right now. And so that's a lot of what you have to um, work through to be able to take that time and take that moment for you. And you matter as well, if not most. And so that was a lot of it. Um, You know, money, finances, insurance, you know, not feeling like I had time to be able to do it. All of that were some things that were happening. And then, you know, just as well, like, you know, kind of just not even wanting to um, address some of it, because if I addressed it, that means it would be real. Like, if I started actually talking about it, that means it would be actually real what's happening. And maybe I don't want to own what's what's really going on. And so, and then like for some of the health issues, like um, some of them were even not just um, painful and chronic, but they were hard to deal with because they meant some harsh realities or decisions that I would have to make, you know, as well. And so a lot of times, when you're not ready to do something, face it or conquer it, you keep holding off on it, thinking that if you give it some more time, then maybe things may change. Yeah. But sometimes that's not the case. So yeah, so it was a lot, you know, of those things. Um, but at the same time, me holding off and waiting on uh, a lot of it was also making things worse as well. And so I just had to kind of get to that. Uh, realization that if I don't work on me, who else will? If I don't get the help, help whether mental or the physical things that I was do, I was dealing with, then 
I'm holding off and it's self inevitable. And so I really just had to face um, the giants that were in front of me and deal with whatever was going to happen after the fact. Okay, and um, as, as, as we're wrapping up, I have like two questions. So um, mm-hmm. what, you're a coach, so what kind of, of, of people do you, do you think you can best help? So what kind of people do you serve? You know, I, I get that question a lot. I don't necessarily feel that I have an ideal client in a sense of age or race or any gender is more or less if you need help with you know a lot of times a lot of clients I get they come to me uh like trying to figure out what their purpose is or how can they start living their purpose how can they you know execute their purpose with a vision um or you know just and you know with purpose that tackles a lot of things like you said confidence it's how it, it deals with you know uh mindset you know mentality it deals with you know framework different things like that but I do get a lot of clients that um, relate to that but ultimately you know when you research me you'll you'll know that I work with individuals on life and on leadership you'll know that I work with individuals as it relates to purpose their passion, vision, or destiny. You know that I work with um, people, organizations around trying to figure out how to figure out putting the puzzle pieces together. So when you see all of that, if there's something about who I am, what I represent, and what I do that resonates, then you're going to be a client that wants to reach out and or a person that wants to reach out and become a client. So yeah. it's not a lot of times an age or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just what is it that you may need at this point in time in your life or business that I can help work with you and come alongside you along the way? Okay. And then you, you had mentioned a discovery call to see if I can actually solve your problem if we are in good fit. So how can, how can, how can, uh, let's say how can I work with you? How can I get that discovery call to see if I can actually work with you? Yeah. It's on my website, tanyajmiller.com. There's a, uh, page called coaching and so that's where you can find out about the coaching some of the packages and you can sign up there's actually a contact um a sign up on that page to sign up and schedule um your purpose call with me okay 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 so tanya j miller that's come yes Mm ma'am okay i'm I'm going to put the website when i'm making the video i'm going to put the website there yeah um, is there anywhere else where they can reach you on social media, if you're on social media? Yes, yes. Um, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, you'll find me under Talking with Tanya. So Talking with Tanya. I'm there every day providing motivation, inspiration, and, and encouragement for wherever you're at. Okay. Let me follow you right now. Uh, wait, just my phone. <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> Let me see. Instagram, Talking with Tanya. Yes, ma'am. Talking with found you. Da 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 da. da. Oh, can you see it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. I found you. I do. I do. I will follow you right back. So this we're over. Oh, I can. I can see what. <laughs> I like your head wrap, the black one. <laughs> oh, I, I, thank you. 
Oh, um, is there any question um, you wish I had asked or anything you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, that's it. You know, definitely, like I said, appreciate the opportunity. If there's anything, you know, listeners or viewers from YouTube that you guys feel that you want to ask me or, you know, even Abby about our conversation, feel free to show Abby some love, following her, give her a rate and review, all of that, and ask those questions so that, you know, hey, we mess around and need a part two to this, or at least we can um, both yes, give you yes, what yes. you need and what you're looking for. Because like you said, you know, you're about helping not just the, the personal lives of women, but yeah. the business as well. Yes, and so yes. whatever either of you can do to help them, that is our passion and goal. So thank you, ma'am. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, so if you guys want um, a part two, just uh, comment or let me know. This will be on Instagram, on Facebook, and YouTube, as well as on different podcast stations. So you can comment anywhere, and I'll find, and I'll, I'll definitely say it anyway. <laughs> it's nice talking to you. <laughs> Absolutely. I enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys.